Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Makai Becton, ladies and gentlemen, human beings that large should not run as fast as Makai Becton did. And if you like people just abusing other humans, the Makai Becton tape is for you. Wilson going to the air. Chased out by Daquan Jones. Wilson looking in zone, wide open, touchdown! First NFL touchdown for Zach Wilson, and it goes to Corey Davis. Down the middle, he's got it. Elijah Moore, the 20, the 10, the 5, touchdown. Jones is just caught flat-footed. What an excellent, excellent round. He'll hit immediately when he got the handoff. You know that's the Q-inator. Oh, my gosh. Listen, thank you. From the playlikeajet.com digital studio, this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And it is time to tell the story of New Jets tight end CJ Ozama, who comes in from the Cincinnati Bengals. We told the story of Tyler Conklin, the new tight end the Jets signed from the Minnesota Vikings, courtesy of our friend Arif Hassan, who covers the Vikings for The Athletic. And now we're going back to an old friend to talk about C.J. Ozama. He covers the Cincinnati Bengals for Locked on Bengals and Sports Illustrated, Mr. James Rapine. James, thanks for coming back on the show, sir. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. So let's talk about C.J. Ozama, and we'll begin at North Gwinnett High School in Georgia, where he was actually quarterback, and he was a dual threat. Can you imagine that? As big as he is now, he was able to rush for a whole bunch of yards and pass for a bunch. I guess you could say that he was sort of like the Lamar Jackson of North Gwinnett High School, which you look at C.J. Ozama now, what a big, bulky guy he is. You wouldn't imagine that. But it earns him a scholarship to Auburn. And James, I think this is where his first challenge comes in. And he's going to have to deal with challenges throughout his NFL career, as we're going to see, and also in college. But he has to switch positions and go to tight end. He's never played tight end mm-hmm. before. So he obviously has to bulk up and really start to learn how to play the position. Talk to me a little bit about the different trials and tribulations that you've seen C.J. Ozama have to overcome in Cincinnati. Yeah, I mean, there's there's been multiple, right? Uh, you know, from the get go. I mean, 
when they drafted CJ Uzama, um, you know, they, they took Tyler Croft as well. And so they had, you know, these young tight ends that, uh, you know, were expected to be part of their future, but, but Uzama was drafted later. And so instantly, you know, from the jump, that's something that he's got to work through. That's something that he's got to get past and prove to the coaching staff, right. That he can be the guy. And so, you know, he's the 157th pick in the 2015 draft. So it's uh, probably most fifth round picks make the roster that first year, but it's not like anything was guaranteed. And so from that standpoint, he had to show that he was useful, show that he could help on special teams from the jump. And I think he did that. And and that's the part, especially with tight ends that you see, sometimes it takes them a few years and you look back at, and it's funny to say, right? Like, oh, Tyler Croft was drafted ahead of CJ Uzama, but he was and, and nearly 100 picks ahead of him, about 70 picks. Croft was the, the 85th pick to the Bengals. And uh, I know Jets fans are uh, familiar with him as well. But my, my mm-hmm. point is, is, you know, it's been a, a journey for, for Uzama starting there. And then, you know, the, the biggest, to me, I think the biggest uh, adversity he faced was when Joe Burrow got to the league. Clearly, there was a rapport between the two of them. He catches Burrow's first touchdown pass in the NFL week two against the Browns in the 2020 season on Thursday night football, and he suffers a torn Achilles later that day, later in that game. And it's like, oh, man, Uzama was poised for a huge year. It was going to be great. He was going to be a security blanket for Burrow. It was going to help him, and boom, it's over. And the way he responded, the way he was able to bounce back and have a career season anyway in 2021, I think that's the biggest point. But there was so much from that 2015 season. And even before that, you're right, the position switch, everything at Auburn, all of those things to him getting to to that point and then rebounding and finding a way to, to be, I think, more explosive after the Achilles, I think better after the catch than we saw before the Achilles injury compared to after. And I think some of that's playing with Joe Burrow, but some of that, you know, is Uzama improving as well. So he, he's fought through it and he emerged as a leader on this team. And uh, I know the Bengals were, uh, weren't excited about his departure. I, I would say that. James, he came a long way from his days at Auburn because he really had to learn the tight end position. But in the Auburn offense, it's a spread, so there's not a lot of blocking. And that's a big part of why he dropped to the fifth round. Plus, he wasn't used a ton. They didn't make a lot of use out of the tight ends. He only caught 29 passes in four seasons at Auburn. Seven of them were for touchdowns, though. So you could see the physical traits. You could see the potential. That's why he ended up going late in the draft. And even though he played well in the Senior Bowl, he didn't even get invited to the NFL Combine, which he took as a slight and used as a way to push himself to have a really nice pro day. And that, a lot of people believe, is what separated him from the guys that ended up becoming undrafted free agents. Because he did go in the fifth round rather than having Mm -hmm. to sign somewhere after the draft. And they clearly saw some potential in him in Cincinnati. But C.J. Ozama himself understood that there was a lot of work to do, saying that he had to learn how to block at the NFL level. He was very ready, willing, and he believed capable but he had to be able to show it because he wasn't asked to do it much in that offense at Auburn. So that was something that you had to keep an eye on going into Cincinnati. You had him and Tyler Croft. Tyler Croft now known primarily as a blocking tight end. Ozama really had to learn the nuances of that position because of the fact that he didn't have to do much of it at Auburn. For sure. And and I think that's that turned I I wouldn't necessarily say it's like a a full-on strength, but he's 
he's good enough, you know, like as a run blocker, right? I don't know if it's, uh, uh, you know, he's one of the best run blocking tight ends in the NFL. I don't know if I would go that far. But what I would say is you, you can put him in that inline position on passing downs, on running downs, and it's not going to be a tell. It's not going to be a giveaway. He's competent enough uh, as a run blocker. He's good enough protecting the quarterback when he needs to versus running routes and um, extremely versatile in that in that area. So what was once a weakness, you don't view it that way anymore. And in uh, the other part of this is he got to learn behind a guy like Tyler Eifert and and see you know. <laughs> Because Eifert was about as talented, and they're really good friends still. But uh, and see what it's like, you know, to perform in the passing game. What you need to do as a blocker, what you need to do as a receiver, all of these things. How you can be a red zone weapon. And so I, I think that helped helped as well. Even though Eifert was dinged up a lot throughout his Bengals career, he's extremely talented. And so uh, watching that guy and being able to play behind that guy um, certainly helped him develop and gave him the time he needed to to you're right become a competent blocker and um you know it, it was a he was a big part of that uh, uh of that Bengals team in in this Bengals offense in 2021 and I got to be honest with you, part of it I mean he was dinged up in the Super Bowl you wonder if he's healthy does he make more of an impact because I, I know uh, I know he was uh playing through a lot of pain on that knee that, that he hurt two weeks prior in the AFC championship game. And so he's tough as well. He'll, he'll go out there, he'll lay it on the line for his team and, uh, and he'll be a leader along the way. So there's a lot of intangibles I'm sure we'll get to, but uh, yeah, CJ Uzama, the, the growth that we've seen from him, because I, I mean, I remember talking to him and covering the team when, when he was drafted and he always had that personality. Everyone, people started noticing it this year, but uh yeah, it's uh, it's good to see him thrive. It's good to see him continue to to succeed. James, tell me a little bit more about his relationship with Tyler Eifert because Ozama took over as the starter in 2018, and they saw enough in him after he had 43 catches for 439 yards and three touchdowns to sign him to a contract extension. So he got a second contract with Cincinnati. He learned under Eifert, who at the time, even though he got hurt a lot, was one of the best tight ends in the NFL. What do you think he picked up from Eifert? Oh, man. I mean, everything, right? I, I think, uh, well, let, let's start. How do you respond to, in, to injury, right? That Achilles, going back to that, that, that could have derailed Uzama's career. It really could have because he was going into a contract here with the Bengals, and it didn't. And he came back in nine months and was ready for OTAs. And, and looked like himself throughout camp. There was never a time where it was like, oh, Uzama doesn't look like himself. And then he goes out and has a career year. So I, I think that's part of it, how you, how you respond to adversity. Eifert had to do that so many times. with so many weird, unique, just unfortunate injuries. But outside of that, I mean, he's a complete tight end. That, that dude can block. He could run with the best of them. He could be a red zone threat. He could go up the seam. I mean, he had all of this ability. And so when you see that and you're around that, um, it, it certainly helps. And then, you know, there's the friendship factor that, you know, they're really good friends. I know uh, Uzama regularly talks uh, to Eifert still, even though Eifert's basically retired, I would say at this stage, I don't think there was ever an announcement, but I, I don't think there's any desire there, at least as of uh, as, as far as I'm aware of him coming back and playing and he didn't play in the 2021 season. So they still talk. There's still a good friendship there, but I, I just think it's uh, as much as anything, the responding to adversity with all the injuries and then, uh, the, the other part of it is when you're around someone that talented, it's uh, it's good to kind of mold things uh, and, and pick up on little tendencies and things like that. So 
Um, what better way to do that than with a guy like Eifert, who had his best season when Uzama was a rookie, who was just dominant. I think he had 13 touchdowns in 2015. So Uzama got a, a front row seat at what it's like to be a dominant tight end. And, uh, I, you know, I, I think especially when you're young like that and you're learning the position, that's, uh, you know, invaluable as far as the development uh, in his development is concerned. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. James, you talked about CJ Ozama's personality, and I think it's really interesting how he has all these interests off the field including marketing and business, which is what he went to school for at Auburn. And his mother really pushed him to finish his degree even after getting to the NFL. She said he's got to have a backup plan so when his time in the NFL wraps up, he can start looking for a career. The path of an NFL player is about two and a half years. He's got to have a plan ready to go. And he's sponsored by Under Armour. He's worked a lot with them behind the scenes. Big soccer fan, so there's been some buzz that maybe he becomes a marketing guy for soccer or he ends up doing something in communications with soccer or with Under Armour at some point after he retires. Really seems to enjoy being the center of attention and owns the room. In fact, there's a story from when he was at Auburn when Gus Malzahn, his head coach, was going to have Nick Marshall as the media rep for the players, but Marshall couldn't do it for some reason. So Malzahn asked Ozama, and a lot of these young kids would be nervous or wouldn't want to do it or would be tentative. He was pumped up. He called his mom and he said, Mom, I need you to get here ASAP. Bring my suit. I guess he only had one suit at that point. 
And by all accounts, <laughs> he was the bell of the ball. Everybody could see his star potential. So you talked to him a ton when he was in Cincinnati. And as you said, on the national scene, people started to see it this year with C.J. Ozama. Tell me a little bit about that, because it seems like not only does he have a lot of interest outside of football, but he also is destined for something maybe in marketing, communications, or in media after he gets done, because his personality just lights up a room. For sure. No doubt about it. And it's it's always been that way. Like I said, I, I would say, you know, 2016 and 2017, even 2018, right? Those are the years where the Bengals, after going to five straight playoff, uh, making five straight playoff appearances, that things tailed off and they didn't make the playoffs in 16, 17, 18. And Uzama was one of my go-to guys to talk to about Eifert's injury, to talk to about the state of the locker room, to talk to about all of these things on and off the record. And um, I, I say those years specifically, uh, I didn't cover the team in 19, was back in 20, but everything happened with COVID. So the open locker rooms and, and things like that weren't around. So you're not getting as close to guys. Yeah, but he was that guy in one of those guys, despite being a young player, because he did have personality and he would give you an honest answer. And it doesn't mean, um, you know, he's going to uh, alienate his teammates or anything like that. When things are going bad, it's the other way. He's going to give you his thoughts on what they need to do better, what he needs to do better and, and be honest in, in that realm. And you're right. I mean, his personality, he can command a room and I'm glad that the Bengals had success in 2021 because he was one of the guys that, that kind of, shine brightest because we still weren't in the locker room. And yet after the Jacksonville game, for example, uh, you know, it's week four, it's Thursday night football, they're trailing at halftime. And it's like, man, are, are they really going to lose to urban Meyer and the Jacksonville Jaguars when there's no way this team should be losing to this, <laughs> you know, to Jacksonville and they rally, they come back and they win. And he's just great in the post game press conference, just, praising Burrow. Uh, I, I asked him for an imitation of, of Burrow's uh, demeanor, and, and he, it was just a great face at the end of the news conference. <laughs> and just little things like that that uh, that go a long way, all the way to you know the pep rally they had before they traveled to Los Angeles for Super Bowl 56, and Uzama's dealing with that knee injury he suffered a week prior, and he takes off the brace basically says, hell yeah, I'm playing and throws it into the crowd. Like he's a WWE wrestler <laughs> or throws it into the field. It didn't make it all the way to the crowd, but the, the point is the same as he knows how to fire up a crowd and, uh, and, and has that energy has that, that charisma. And so you're right. It could be entertainment, including WWE. If you wanted to do that, like, or, or, or a professional wrestling, cause there's so many of these entities out there now, mm -hmm. or maybe it is media. Maybe it's a mixture of both. But I think he's uh, he's got a really unique skill set and uh, unique personality, and he's one of those people. I've never like hung out with Uzama off the field, cover him. You're not doing that necessarily. But when you're looking at who would I over the past couple of years wanted to hang out with because I think it would have been an enjoyable experience, he's certainly one of the top uh, of the list uh, of players that have been on the Bengals roster because of uh, how down to earth and fun he is in just chill. He is like, I think he could just plug into, uh, you know, a cookout setting, a barbecue setting with, with, with fans or with media or whoever and be comfortable, be fun and have a good time. And I, I don't think a lot of people in general could do that, especially with, with, with people that aren't necessarily their friends. So yeah, I think Uzama's personality sets him up well uh, for whatever he wants to do next. And I'm sure he's got uh Plenty of those things in the back of his mind, 
at the same time with that personality, with the way he attacks the game, I think he could play beyond this three-year contract. Now, I don't know if we'll see all three years with the Jets. You know, who knows? I haven't even uh, looked, you know, super deep into the the structure of that third year. But it wouldn't shock me if he played another five or six years because he uh, he takes care of his body. He puts the work in and he's a good locker room guy as well. James, I want to talk about him being a good locker room guy because he's a player who is known for his locker room leadership and his ability to be a positive presence around the team. And I think that really fits what Robert Sala and Joe Douglas are looking to build here with the Jets. There's a story about a player that he played with in Auburn who passed away named Philip Lutzenkirchen. And to honor him, C.J. Ozama wore cleats while he was with the Cincinnati Bengals to continue Philip Lutzenkirchen's memory and make sure that people were aware about his story. He never lost those roots. And you know about his relationship with Carl Lawson, who can't seem to get away from C.J. Ozama now because C.J. Ozama follows him now to his third team. They played together at Auburn. They played together in Cincinnati. And they're going to play together now with the New York Jets. And it's funny because I was reading a story about their relationship and Ozama was saying that he and Carl Lawson will have fun together but sometimes he just wants to be all business and Lawson doesn't have an off switch. He's always kind of goofy and silly. And he'll look at him and say, <laughs> geez, Carl, just turn it down for a few minutes. He also said that Carl Lawson helped him to not feel intimidated going into these locker rooms because if you can walk into a locker room at Auburn and be around Carl Lawson and not feel intimidated, then you can walk into any locker room anywhere because James, as we talked about when you came on the show last year to talk about Carl Lawson, he might be one of the most physically imposing athletes that anybody could ever be around. So if you can be around him and not feel intimidated, you can walk into any locker room anywhere and not be nervous around any of these guys. So ultimately, I think that when you talk about his relationship with Lawson, honoring the memory of Philip Lutzenkirchen, what you talked about before, his general relationship with teammates, including learning at the feet of Tyler Eifert, what this tells you about C.J. Ozama is that he's a guy that knows how to blend into a locker room, but also develop relationships and be a positive presence, which is exactly what the Jets need right now. No doubt about it. And, you know, I, I was thinking about this and about Uzama and I didn't have him coming back to the Bengals pre-free agency. And it's because I thought, you know, the Jets, the Jaguars, these teams that could use a tight end anyway would say, oh man, look what he did for Burrow. Look what he did for that young team that we're trying to emulate and and instantly, you know, get to that next level and help a young quarterback, uh, you know, that you believe in, whether it's the first overall pick or the second overall pick in the Jets case with Zach Wilson. So not shocked at all that, that these teams that are, trying to to right the ship, so to speak, uh, went after him. And, you know, you brought up a good point about Carl Lawson. Not, uh, you know, as loud necessarily as Uzama in, in front of the media, but extremely comfortable in his own skin and honest um, about what he says. And it, it, I, when, when you deal with someone like that, and Lawson was obviously a better college player, I think fair to say, than Uzama. And so if you're Uzama and you walk into that locker room at Auburn and you got a guy like that, that, you know, is funny and has a personality, but, but is really comfortable in his own skin. I think that that helps, uh, you, you know, helps you adjust, helps give you a blueprint of, of how you need to um, emulate a, a guy like uh, Lawson too. So, you know, I, I think that helps. And I think it's going to help with the Jets. It is good to know players in the locker room 
when you're going to a new place, right? When you're going to a new school, when you're taking a new job, it's good to know people there in, in, in as simple as vouching for him. Oh man, he's funny. He's cool. I think Uzama's fine. You know, he's, he's good enough to, to do that on his own, but it's good to have that common thread there. So, you know, it's exciting and it's going to be interesting to see the impact that both of these guys have on the jets, because I think Lawson is a baller. I was, uh, Really upset and bothered that you know he had the the unfortunate injury, but I just mentioned it a couple times on this pod. Uzama had a, a torn Achilles in 2020, bounced back and had a career year, and uh, Carl Lawson has has had his fair share of injuries, but would not be shocked at all if he's able to bounce back and uh, play well in 2022. One thing that Lawson and Ozama have in common is that they're both relentless. We know that Lawson has had to recover from injury after injury after injury, and he's always found a way to bounce back. And Ozama hasn't had quite as many injuries, but as you mentioned before, James, he had that ACL tear in 2020, comes back in 2021, and has a career year. And then you also mentioned the fact that he had that MCL injury and wasn't expected to be able to play in the Super Bowl, but he made a big show out of throwing the knee brace into the crowd like a WWE wrestler and said, "Uh uh-uh, there's no way I'm missing the biggest game of my life. Now, he did say that if the Bengals won, he would take a bath in Skyline Chili. That didn't end up happening, but just the fact that he was able to come back from that injury at the end of 2020 and have a career year and come back and play in the Super Bowl. Granted, he only had two catches for 11 yards, so he wasn't a major factor, but to even get there and be in that game is... Is an incredible feat considering the circumstances. For sure. There, there's there's no doubt about it. And I, I think there's a certain level of leadership that comes in that and self-sacrifice because he knew he was going to be a free agent. <laughs> he knew that uh, there was a chance the Bengals wouldn't retain him. So what if he further injures it? What if suddenly it goes from rest and recovery to needing surgery? Uh, what if he gets hit wrong? What if, you know, all of these, these factors. And he's like, oh no, it's the biggest game of my life I'm playing. And, you know, it's one thing to do that if you have three years left on your contract and plenty of guaranteed money and security. He did not have that. And uh, so I, I think that that one, it shows teams that he, how much he cares. Um, but, you know, there was risk involved in that, but he was able to to get out of there is uh, banged up as he was because he really was wasn't close to 100 percent. And that's that's some, I mean, he was limping. You know, Burrow was limping after the game. So was Uzama. And people don't pay attention to CJ as much, especially yeah. after a loss. But uh, he was limping after the game as well, and, and they had similar MCL injuries. But um, yeah, he uh, he showed toughness, toughness. He showed leadership, and uh, and I think that that matters, especially. And this is something that kind of ties all of it together with intangibles. When you're dealing with New York and the bright lights. <laughs> And uh, everything that comes with that, with a, be- a bigger media market, all of those things, you need guys that can kind of stabilize, be good with the media in good times and in bad. Like I mentioned, he had lost plenty prior to that 2021 season in Cincinnati. So uh, Uzama can help do that. And he's going to be one of those guys. Let's say the Jets, and I'm not wishing this by any stretch, Jets fans. Let's say they start 0-3. He's one of the guys that can answer questions and he'll be able to, uh, to, to answer those, uh, those tough questions and face the media and go into the big rooms with a ton of media. And, or maybe they start 3-0 and and then they drop three straight, whatever it is. He's good in those times as well. And I think he's going to be one of those savvy veterans that the media leans on and that the Jets trust to, to, to deliver the message from the locker room to, to the rest of the world. 
James, the Jets are going to need players like that. Somebody who's grounded, somebody who understands how to handle the media, somebody who doesn't let the pressure get to him. And I think that a lot of CJ Ozama's ability to deal with those things comes from his background, from his upbringing. Talked about him at North Gwinnett High School. He's still pretty plugged in there, shows up from time to time, gets involved with them. But also his parents, his relationship with his parents. We talked about his mother and how she pushed him to finish his degree and have a plan for after football. But also his father, who, believe it or not, was getting his executive MBA at Auburn while CJ was an undergrad there. And CJ said it was a little weird at first to see his dad on campus, but eventually he came around to really appreciating it and loving the opportunity to see his dad a lot on campus while he was going to school. So this is a guy who has a very close-knit relationship with his parents, and I think that helps set the stage for everything that he became as a person and a football player and what the Jets are going to be getting here when he steps on the football field for the first time in training camp. For sure, right? He's mature, and he's he's going to have fun, and he's going to joke with the guys, and he's going to joke with the young players. Uh, for example, he would give Jamar Chase, he would talk trash to him and and call a big dummy and all of those things. He would also hype him up, you know, in in big situations where Chase would ultimately come through. And most of those, uh, whether it's the end of half where Chase seemed to always have a touchdown when they needed it or, or get open downfield or make a big play, Uzama was there. And so when I look at this Jets roster, right, Elijah Moore, I think a lot of people are excited about him and what he brings and can bring that skill set. There's no doubt about it. We looked at a ton of receivers last year in Cincinnati before the the Bengals picked Chase, and I was like, man, Elijah Moore, if he's there in round two, and obviously he uh, didn't make it to the Bengals, and the Bengals had already addressed wide receiver. But, uh, yeah, I think think he's going to help guys like that. Obviously, it goes without saying, helping a guy like Zach Wilson. Um, You know, who who knows how he can help Conklin, but I'm sure he can help Tyler Conklin get, get to that next level. Cause I know that's an, another guy that uh, Bengals fans were, were eyeing in free agency after Uzama signed elsewhere, the Bengals were in on him and the jets ultimately landed him. And that's a heck of a one, two punch because you have this leader and Uzama, you have a, a guy in Conklin who I think can be a, a big factor in the passing game. And uh, both guys should be able to help Zach Wilson and, and help this offense take another step. James, last question. Tell me a little bit more about your thoughts on what you just touched on, which is the Zach Wilson, CJ Ozama effect, because Ozama certainly played a role in helping Joe Burrow. I don't want to sit here and say that he was the number one factor, because clearly there were several others that were bigger, including Mr. Jamar Chase, who you talked about before. But Zach Wilson's going to need all the help he can get to be elevated to another level in year number two because he struggled a lot in year one, and big things are expected year two. You know how it goes in today's NFL, James. If you're not producing by year two or year three, all of a sudden the bus talk is front and center. So Wilson really needs to play a lot better in year two. Tell me about how Uzama as a player and as a person can help Zach Wilson do that. Well, I think the first thing is during those tough times. Right during those times of struggle, I think Uzama is going to be confident, and he's uh, going to buy into the scheme, the system. Uh, he's going to buy into Wilson. I don't think he would have signed there if he didn't think that Wilson was capable. I really don't. Now, what level? You know, I'm not saying he's Burrow, and I'm not doing that. But you know, I I think that that's part of it, right? So if he believes, and he's coming from this team that won the AFC last year, I think he's going to help in those tough moments. And then at the same time, I think third down specifically, Uzama had 
13 receptions in the Bengals' first two playoff games where they beat the Raiders and they beat the Titans on the road. It was uh, it was huge to have him in the fold as the security blanket on big third downs, on uh, you know fourth downs and key moments of big games. And so I think that's the part of it too that uh, Wilson will be able to lean on him because th- there's going to be – they'll probably add another weapon and defenses are going to focus on other guys and Uzama is going to be in one-on-one and Wilson uh, you know, is going to have to take those, those checkdowns at times or take those, you know, the simpler routes. And uh, I think Uzama, knowing where Uzama is, having confidence that you know he's going to be where he is every single time when you need him to be there, that's going to allow him to do that and take a step. So uh, overall, I, I think it's uh, – look, what would I have been praised the Bengals for giving C.J. Uzama you know, a three-year deal for $24 million – I don't know if I would have necessarily praised that deal, but if you're the Jets and that helps get the most out of Zach Wilson over the next three seasons, then it's exactly what you should do. You should do everything you can to give as much as you can to a quarterback who uh, entered a tough situation. It was an up and down rookie year, of course, but you want to get more out of him. I think Uzama certainly helps them do just that. James Ray Peen covering the Cincinnati Bengals for Sports Illustrated and Locked On Bengals. Thank you so much for coming back on the show, sir. Really appreciate it. Always a blast talking to you. For those that want to check out your work, follow you on social media, how can they do that? Well, at James Rapien, R-A-P-I-E-N on Twitter, allbengals.com is, is where I'm writing about uh, all things Bengals. And then, like you mentioned, daily on the Locked On Bengals podcast. Make sure that you follow James on Twitter and read his work, listen to his podcast as well. Check out everything we're doing at playlikeajet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. The Thunder from Down Under, Luke Grant, has got some great videos up there, including a breakdown of the aforementioned C.J. Ozama. So if you want to see the film to go along with what James and I just talked about on today's podcast, go ahead and do that. Subscribe to our channel if you haven't already. Visit our store, tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quinn Williams bless you thank you shirt the Zach says go long shirt the Zach the Ripper shirt the play like a jet logo shirt caps mugs hoodies it's all there tpublic.com that's tepublic.com and make sure you give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing doesn't take you much time doesn't cost you any money but it goes a long way to help us out so if you could go ahead and do that for us we'd be quite grateful and for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content you know where to go that's play like a jet digital and play like a jet.com it's time for today's lucky land horoscope with victoria cash life's gotten mundane so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to lucky land you know what they say your chance to win starts with a spin so go to luckylandslots.com to play over 100 social casino style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? 
Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, forward, prohibited by law, 18 plus, terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.